0: Everybody, welcome to Pale in Comparison, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister uses her knowledge of the other verse to take a look at Pact, Wildbow's most ornithological work, and I try to not give away any spoilers. I'm Jenny and Malia convinced me to read worm. I'm Malia and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. This episode we are covering Duress, chapters 12.3 and 12.4. Before we get into that, however, I'd like to issue a spoiler warning. This podcast is filled with pale spoilers. If you don't know whether the Kenneteers unseat all of the judges and don't want us to tell you, stop now, read Pale, and come back to this podcast. As for Pact, there will be full spoilers to the chapters we are covering. Plug, 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 plug time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Doofs, Wildbow, costume contests. It's happening. It's happening. So get your costumes on, bitches. <laughs> get him on take some pictures mm-hmm, and send them to fanart at dot because we want to see your super cool wild bow work or, or i guess wild bow costumes if you want to dress up like what you think <gasps> wild bow looks little, like little piggies like a little, so pig, cute. A little crazy pig oh cool. with like a, a laptop i'm assuming he doesn't write things down by hand or whatever i mean maybe that's what makes him wild you know, maybe that's what really makes him crazy he just like writes all this shit he by writes hand, it all down by hand and then he like e- either he dictates it or he just types it up again i was gonna say it'd you be know? really funny if he dictated it like um milton the guy who wrote paradise lost i think he was blind and he dictated the entire thing to like his niece or some shit did he so- really I'm pretty sure yeah. Well, fuck, that's a better <laughs> fact than I have at the end of this, but oh, well. oh it's, hey, that's fine. That's yep. that's cool. That's, that's really the cool. Thing I didn't know that. I heard. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, that would be pretty yeah. wild, but uh so find your little pig and outs by November 4th, which is when some photo submissions are due. Yay. Hey. Um we look forward to it. Um also, just as another plug, uh you guys should listen to Pale Reflections. We actually just did an episode over there. So uh Yes. If you wanna listen? It should be the most recent one or one yep. of the most recent ones. It's a reflecting True, episode. depending on when they released. Yeah. That's um but it was really, really fun. Um we had Kippos and Snowdrops Tiny Fan on, um, who have been on previous reflecting episodes and you probably know from like STF's incredible library of knowledge and mm-hmm. Kippos' wonderful performance on pace. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, we're really grateful for the opportunity. And if there are any of you who listen to this who for some reason don't listen to Pale Reflections, like go, it's go. No. <laughs> yeah. Is so it was really really fun, and mm-hmm. those ladies are smart cookies. Oh yeah, like the amount that Jenny and I sort of like blather on on this podcast. There were like very long sections where we were both sitting there, just like ah oh, yes, yeah, I feel no. like wow, that's, good. Keep that's very insightful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was it was really great. But anyway, we're going to get started with our summary, which is actually kind of more of a summary this time. Not that it's not normally a summary, but I feel like I even summarized the summary more, you know? <laughs> so, I'm happy with that. Um while the group flees, Callan becomes a casualty. <laughs> which is very sad. And that really does like that is a summary, you know? Just <laughs> Some a lot shit of patterns. shit happened in there. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, uh, Callan just dies, you know. Callan's <laughs> dead. Moving on. He's dead. Uh <laughs> Ellie injects Andy with poison, forcing Eva to comply. Blake suggests starting a fire in the house to cause a <laughs> distraction, which they all aren't super keen for. He then brings up the alternative, which is demons. Third time's a charm, and Blake comes up with the idea to visit the abyss, because these people aren't fucked enough. <laughs> What do you think of these chapters, Malia? <sighs> wow, y'all! I forgot that Pact was like dark and upsetting, and then Callan just died—like, not even like at the end of the chapter. And I was like, "Wow, okay, all right, shit's people real." People are gonna people are gonna die again. Like, I I have to dug out my old list, you know. Like, I thought it was done with like Blake or whatever, but turns out I have to dust it off. Let me see if I can remember all of the problematic men. To mourn. Okay. So there was Dick Swizzle and then mm. Fell. Mm. Um Poor the Fel. Tallow Man. Be right after Dick Swizzle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the the tallow man and Laird. And then Blake Blake gets crossed out and now he's replaced with Callan. So that's the list of the problematic men that I need to mourn. Um I might switch it to problematic people and stick Molly on there. Um because mm. I never really grieved Molly in the proper way. There was no poem. Um, And I'm excited to announce that today I have a poem (laughs) for Callan. a poem for Callan. Okay, this is called Humble Dazzle, and it's by Gregory Orr. Humble Dazzle of autumn, these leaves on the ground, each one a page in the book. A poem that says, I lived. I was a small part of the whole story. This is my song. This is my glory. And you were, for one moment, glorious, Callan, so thank you. That actually fits really well. I know! I, mean, I was really excited. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. The, the title kind of threw me off. I was like, hmm, I don't know. Decile. yeah, Spirit fingers! <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I'd think of Kellen, but, you know? Yeah, that fits. Good job, Malia. That's a pretty, Thank you. pretty sweet. But yeah, otherwise it was just like, ah, the abyss! I mean, it was a fun, like, <laughs> there was a very action chapter and then a very, like, We're gonna argue. regroup, recap sort of chapter. Like, mm-hmm. here's the plan. And so... This was hype. This is hype. All right. We'll, we'll start with the action. Uh, while the group, please. Kellen, because of casualty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, th- this helped clarify a little bit of last episode. I think I was a little confused as to what the layout was. But so it's like Eva, Andy, Ellie, and Evan are all upstairs and no one else is trying to break in upstairs and they're safe. And then downstairs is where the problem is. Um in the library um mm-hmm. and so you know we got ty and alexis and tiff trying to close this bookshelf door we got Callan trying to like beat up the clock man we got green eyes just sort of sliding around <laughs> um i was like offended on her behalf that blake was like oh i it might not have been the fact that she was approaching that made someone flinch and then allowed the clock man to get in. I'm like, okay, well Mm. then don't say it. Like, I don't know. Like, Don't like, (laughs) this is not her fault. Like she's helping. Um, for a second, I thought you meant because like, it would be offensive to her that she wasn't intimidating enough to make someone flinch. Oh no, I don't think she (laughs) wants to be intimidating. No, but, but she is, but she is. Yeah. It's (laughs) definitely not her fault. You right. know, people need to man up and just, you know, I mean, let's be real, though. They were going to get in eventually. So, right. This turned out better than it could have, except for Kellen. For Callen. She might even call a calamity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> stupid. Okay. It's so stupid. Thank you. I'm sorry. It <laughs> okay. was really good um but yeah so it's like combat got hard again because Eva's like <laughs> y'all are gonna get got now that i have my brother and don't fucking care about any of you mm-hmm. and so homunculi are getting in and um you know blake's blake is it's interesting he's really i guess kind of he's impotent in this situation right there's two mirrors in this room if he were to leave and go into the hallway and they manage to get the door shut, he wouldn't be able to come back into this library. Mm-hmm. Um he feels yeah, somewhat powerless. Like he can't use the hyena to stab people because the mirrors will break, and he's just like yelling at people to get them to do shit, which kind of works. Um but, but yeah, pretty soon after this combat, um the the scary thing gets in that they call the Reaper for a bit, which we learn later is a bane. And it just sort of slits Callan's throat. And we're just sort of reading it. And we're like, wow, okay. Like, wow, that just, that just kind of got slipped in there. Right. Like, I wonder how we're going to get out of this. And, then we don't. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I guess like having to keep track of this many characters is kind of, a, you know, annoying. So, well, I mean, now it's one less to keep track of. Right. <laughs> um, Silver Linings. Like- yeah i mean it's just it's just like cal has been such a dick throughout this whole story Mm -hmm. and then you know but like but he really steps up here and he's like trying to fight and he's trying to help unlike you know most of the people in this room and um you know a big part of it might be like he's really trying to save his brother but he's he's trying to do the thing and he just gets got by this like necrotic horror except not a horror that means something in this world um but yeah, and so he's, like, decaying, and he falls, and then the homunculi get him, and we're just sort of like, wow, okay. And, and we yeah. forget he's down there, because, you know. Oh, but even even when his throat is slit, he, like, charges the clock guy and tries to get him. Yeah. And, I don't know, it just, yeah, he really will have a positive memory in my brain, and that's weird. Um Yeah. So Blake's like, "Hey, Catherine, you're the oldest. Please, please do literally something. Please, please help." And <clears> she's <throat> like, "I'm a mom. <laughs> like, Huck I'm you actually children, worth but I'm more. more. Yeah, <laughs> I'm worth more than kids, but because I have a couple kids to take care of. So, right. And I didn't leave to take care of them earlier, but now, like, I'm worth more. Now, I'm worth more." so fuck y'all yeah tough shit (laughs) like yeah um yeah she sucks she sucks um but eventually she does something also somewhere in here um i don't know if this was supposed to be really funny because blake doesn't describe it in a super like he doesn't make a joke about it but he like comments on the fact that like his groin or whatever hasn't been turned into like sticks and crap which (laughs) means that like blake still has like a flesh dick and I feel mm-hmm. like Green Eyes would be very happy. <laughs> if <she did> that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Though with her, it probably wouldn't stay a flesh dick for very long. So I just was like, why did, why, Wait, what do you, because of the whole, the way that she described having sex with that other mermaid mm. her and her whole like body being flayed, I don't think Blake would, Blake's physical body wouldn't stand up to that. He seems like his flesh is somewhat more fragile. I don't know. That's fair yeah i mean uh i'm sorry i missed that as part of the summary malia <laughs> <It was important. laughs> i know i'm just like what other parts of blake are still flesh like like are like the like backs of his knees or like is it just his dick like where else because <laughs> presumably he's fallen on his butt enough times that maybe that's not a butt anymore i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like everything is a tree but the dick yeah <laughs> he has eyes i guess yeah uh i don't know don't they say that like um dick skin is the same as lip skin or something what <laughs> let me just make that up no i you i've never i feel like that, I've See, I've this heard is that another before. great fun fact <laughs> I mean, I could just be, like, full of shit, so let me just... I mean, same with me and uh, Milton or whatever, so... I just realized I'm totally fucking up my friend's, uh, like, Google history, so... Lol. Um, (laughs) Do it for the content. (laughs) Let me look on, uh, see if this is fake. Well, I don't know. I mean, look, guys. I mean, whether it's the... Okay, then something... I don't know where I read that. At. For some reason, I can't. I'm like, <laughs> apparently some people say that like, uh, it's like some people say that like the color is like the, the dick is the same as the lips. And they're like, that's hmm. false. I'm like, oh, that's not what I heard. I heard it was the same type of skin. But who fucking knows? Because uh, apparently I can't fucking find it. But you know what? It's so, I'm just throwing it out there. It could be true. Sure. Cause this is how fun facts get started. <laughs> yeah yeah. see guys you can cite no don't <laughs> cite me on that don't make that my fact actually please um, i don't remember where i read that it might have even been like a joke or something who knows but you know let's go with it i'll have a real fact at the end so it- it'll bounce out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay well all that to say maybe his lips are uh still flushed too Maybe hey, it depends maybe. on the type of flesh. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Wow. That'd be weird. Yeah. I think his teeth are gonna get replaced with like little like like little stump twigs. Ew. I mean, maybe. That that's a question. <laughs> um I've never seen any fan art that looks like that. So hmm, I mean that's huh. Um I mean George Washington's uh like dentures or false teeth were made of wood, right? Is that another lie? I don't know what things okay. about George Washington. I swear well the other one I just Um No, you didn't make that up, but like false teeth. Wooden teeth. I, I just know like that a... like at least one of the things about Washington <clears throat> that people say like wasn't actually really a thing. Son of a bitch. Apparently it's not true. <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> no, all right. That's something that people say a lot though, but apparently right. um I don't know, it the museums. Ivory. that's upsetting yeah say that they may have looked wooden but particularly after they had been stained which is disgusting <laughs> but wood was not used so all Here's right George well brush your teeth that one's definitely false uh dick lips um still you know out there dick lips is a pretty good name for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see but it- it's, also, it's also kind of a fun insult hey dick lips <laughs> Oh my god! That's savage never let a middle schooler hear you say that. They will, <laughs> they will harass so many people. So many people. That'll be it. Uh, especially if they play like know, anything online. Yeah, anything online. Be like, you have dick lips. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's better than the things they're probably saying online. That's true. Um, yeah, that's probably true. But we don't need to give them any more ammo. Essentially. No. Yeah. <sighs> it sort of reminds me of my favorite swear word in German. Is arschgeige, which means Ash- ass fiddle, Ash- ass fiddle? Ash- <laughs> Yeah, it's just like my favorite swear word. Okay, wait, where did that? What? Where does that yep. even like? Where did they even get that? Oh, Let's Google it. Like arschgeige, ass fiddle, or like ass violin. <laughs> um, is it like yeah, really musical farts or something? Interesting. I don't. I don't I, know. I, hmm. Maybe there's not any logic to it. <laughs> That's supposed to be your <laughs> does Arshkaga really mean butt violin uh... drum roll it's a general insult for people you disapprove of especially if they are arrogant or egotistical probably best translated as asshole or jerk mm. I mean I probably would disapprove of an actual butt violin <laughs> whatever that would be I always think about it and I'm like yeah like how, how- Like you're putting like the string like between your butt cheeks or like are you just resting a violin on your butt or like I don't know. Actually, you know, I think that I mean, you might have told me about this before, but I think I also heard this on um this Netflix documentary I was watching called The History of Swearing, Hmm. which uh is hosted by Nicolas Cage. And if that doesn't get you to wanna watch it, I don't know what will. (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing. (laughs) Nicholas Cage, the sole actor in the Doof Hall of Fame. (laughs) It's amazing. Um, But I remember someone saying that there was like a really creative insult in Afrikaans or Afrikaans um, Hmm. that trans, I don't, well, obviously I don't remember how to say it and I would butcher the fuck out of it, Um, but it's very creative. Um, It says, or it's something like, um, I wish your fingers turned to fish hooks and your balls were itchy. Oh my god. I know. it's just like, wow. Okay. I mean, that's creative and savage. Yeah. So, I guess there's a lot of uh, interesting curse words and things out there. So. Yeah. Alright. Um, well, <laughs> I guess let's get back to whatever the fuck we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah, so back to people who are fucked. Um, mm. So, Catherine is... Trying to pull the mom card. And Blake's like, just fucking go! <laughs> and so she does. Which was nice. Yeah. Um, she grabs a chair. And she's fighting the clock man. And meanwhile the Reaper's like, ooh, I'm gonna get her. And they're not realizing that like physical harm isn't doing anything. Like Peter throws a book at <laughs> the Reaper. Which I thought was pretty good. You know, he- he's doing something. Yeah. Um, but um, she hits the automaton with the chair and also uses the chair to block the reaper from getting her which was pretty impressive mm-hmm. and then callan fucking isn't dead and grabs the clockman's ankle to prevent it from like going in or getting whatever more leverage and stuff and they managed to close the door and he's a hero he's a fucking hero like, to even have the wherewithal to understand that that was happening and that that was the thing that you should do is, like, really impressive. hmm Um, and I'm bummed. I'm sad for Kristoff just because... He I think that's the thing, yeah, that really, like, makes, makes it really it sad. Well, not that he's sad, but... <laughs> upset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's the, like, most pure of all the Thorburns. I know. It's pretty sad. And so it's really sad. Um... And then Peter has to go and be a dick anyway. Oh my like, god, uh. Peter. I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, even if he was lying, then <laughs> he's like, no, let he him sucked and he fucked up and he didn't Right. Just like let
1: literally just, like, just don't just fucking like, say anything. Shut up.
0: Yeah. And so I appreciate that Blake was like, no, he did. But then when Christoph was like, oh, okay, thanks. He was like, No, I swear. <laughs> like, I was like, Blake, the fuck. <laughs> you made him feel better. Let's move on. <laughs> 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 yeah i feel like he doesn't have that i mean well I, I didn't take it as like he said okay thanks i think he was just like okay okay stop talking about it and then right. like really wanted to be like no but just so you know he really did good so right. i can understand that's true i'm hoping that yeah yeah Ugh, i I do feel really sad for Kristoff, and i wonder how many more of these people are gonna die and it's sad yeah it's a yeah. fucking bummer um <laughs> uh then A Little bit later, uh, Ellie just injects Andy with some poison, forcing Eva to comply right in the fucking EJ. What I think, or like the uh, like external uh, jugular vein, like in the neck. Wow, I know fancy schmancy words, yeah, yeah, it sounds important. I mean, yeah, it's a big vein in your neck, like the vein. Like, if people get real like, high blood pressure, or like real tensor yelling at each other, you see that vein sticking out of their uh, neck. Yeah, that's the EJ. Cool. Uh, yeah, you can start IVs in there. It's not really ideal because it's kind of uncomfortable. But Eww. yeah, that's not like a first choice type of thing. It's kind of like, oh, okay. well, can you start an IV in someone's vein on their forehead? Yeah, you can. I mean, what? any, <laughs> I mean, like, it's also not, not ideal. <laughs> um, but uh, you can. Um, well, I think the weirdest place I've started IVs in someone's stomach. Ooh, yeah. But you know, why you was like- that? Because that was the only place that had a good vein. Wow, <laughs> was in the emergency room. Started them in thumbs. Started them in boot or like boobs or chests. Like that's wow. a good place. Um, generally, uh. I mean, if they're going to be long-term, you want them to be in the arms. Comfortable, (laughs) right. Um, Yeah. Not in the bend of your arm, if you can help it. Uh, Mm. But, you know, sometimes if you need a fucking IV, you just need to get one. Uh, Right. But, yeah. It kind of depends. Like, if it's emergency or if it's, you know, it depends. But, yeah. Anywhere there's a vein. Um, Yeah, the forehead. I think, like, that people have done that before. Like, in really, really rare cases and i almost want to say in peds like in babies um oh. but I, I could be wrong about that i'm not a, i'm not a like like a neonatal nurse or anything like that but like right well most of their know. body's pretty small at that point but their head's still yeah. kind of big yeah exactly that <laughs> kind of makes, so, <laughs> kind of makes sense um yeah poor little babies
1: Dang. so,
0: so I, ha- I have a scar on my foot because uh an iv infiltrated when i was a newborn um, Oh. Yeah, random random fact. We're full of those today. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> dropping knowledge. I mean, something about myself is not really like the same, I guess. But you know, no, but it's interesting. It's interesting. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that, Malia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, yeah. So this was fucking clutch by Ellie, and I was very proud of her in this moment. Blake at one point is says something about like, "Oh, I used to." like eva thinks of my family the way i used to think of my family or something or like and at one point he eva's like oh you all fucking suck and blake's like you know they're actually like not that bad and like agree like (laughs) like these people suck but also they're not that bad like like i mean it could be worse when push comes to shove like i think the thing that really does it is that the siblings really care about each other yeah um And I, like, that's really endearing. Um, So, like, you know, Callan sacrificing himself and Ellie, like, saving, like, all of their asses and just, like, the little things like that, I think, are really um, heartwarming. Um, Yeah, and I think you're right. Um, Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really prove that, like, they're decent people. Good, yeah. (laughs) But it's like, oh, they're not, like, absolute, like, 100% shit, you know? Right um and that i gives mean like a little bit of hope Catherine is still kind of shit but at least yeah. she did do the thing you know I, I don't think we're gonna have like a heartwarming moment between Catherine and roxanne but <laughs> yeah that, that <laughs> laughter is because uh just you wait malia it's mm. gonna be the most heartwarming cry. Part. <laughs> <laughs> like, Just fucking wait <laughs> just play this back for me in like you know three episodes when <laughs> everyone's dead and i'm upset about it um I mean, <laughs> here's the bright side though like at least it's this family that's like going through wow. this right interesting <laughs> i mean <laughs> like like it could be like actual people right <laughs> it could be good people, it could be good people. Yeah. Bri- i mean i'm not saying it's good but i'm just you know i mean it, it sucks side. because like they probably wouldn't have been like this if they hadn't been raised in these circumstances, yeah, but but they were, and they were, yeah. I mean, that's true. But I mean, yeah, nothing like Ivy's still little and cute and innocent. So yeah, uh, I mean, I mean she's a chance. Maybe Kristoff's <laughs> not horrible. No, he's not horrible. Yeah, yeah, he's totally fine. So, You know, two um, out of like seventeen or whatever that. Means. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's probably more like eleven, but still, yeah. And then, I mean, if you count Blake, which, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Jury's out on whether we count Blake or not. Because um, he's like a tree. Yeah. <laughs> it's also not his fault. Um, okay. You're good. Okay. That was hot as fuck. I didn't expect to be that hot. Sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Vitalis served me some dinner. Aww. Which is very nice. Um, And it's fucking hot. So. Oh. Rush. Okay. I'm gonna wait to eat that for a little bit. <laughs> some like lentil rice onion mixture thing that I found a recipe Ooh. for a while back. Um, pretty good. Nice. <laughs> I'm <can> taste. Anyway, <laughs> kind of burn the crap out of my mouth, but that's my own problem. Oh no, it's okay. All right, <clears throat> but yeah. So Blake does some fast research and figures out that this thing is a bane. Um, and the book goes through like how to make one and all this shit. And Blake's like, fuck, 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 fuck. And finally, it's like, oh, it's a good anti-practitioner weapon. Like, the practice bounces off of them. And it's like, that's good to know, I guess. And, you know, uh, how to deal with it. Um, And, like, basically, they're vampires. Um, Like, fire might help if they didn't make it right. Um, But, like, green wood, daylight, running water from a natural source, like a stalagmite type. Thing, um, that that was a cool one. I never heard, ever thought of K- stalactite mites. K- Stalag- tight. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, like um, stalagmite <clears throat> is from the ceiling because it's hanging tight. Is that right? Yeah, yep. And mites sure. are rise up mightily, mightily, mighty. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it was interesting that the book almost mu- wants you to feel happy about like it's like death should be seen as a mercy and it's like you don't have to make us feel better about killing this thing i mean maybe me as a pale reader you got to make me feel good but like even me i'm just like yeah kill it like <laughs> this is it's not like sitting here trying to be nice and be your friend like it's gotta die now <laughs> like this is not <laughs> you don't have to I, tell me twice <laughs> oh, shocking, Malia. I'm i know I'm i can huge. change Said, nice hug demons. <laughs> See that was hope. This is I'm facing the reality. This is reality. This, man, like, now just fucking just kill this it, bitch. Yeah, yeah, he's already dead. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, one thing that was funny is they You, know, they're, you know, like oh green wood, and Ty's like we don't have any unless what you know you're made out of green wood and like Blake just like ripping off his arm and throwing it through a mirror would have been so funny Um, <laughs> yeah that would have been really funny <laughs> it would have been really good <laughs> and it makes sense that he's not like nice happy tree yeah, wood it does but, oh, that was funny to think about <laughs> and so Peter looks up and sees that Eva has a stake that she's like taunting them with and Evan tries to get it but Blake's worried that Eva would stake Evan and that that would destroy him Um, and so Eva's like, oh, well, actually you all could just, like, solve this problem by using bone. Ha 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 ha. Like, do it. And then Peter immediately volunteers Kristoff, which, like, bro, like, one, that's fucked up in any circumstance. Two, his brother was just horribly murdered in front of all of you and saved your lives. Like, fucking back off. Like, yeah oh my god God. um he's like you haven't been useful it's like fuck you anyway um but yeah eva sucks and so the bane turns on peter again um and blake's like yeah this is because you're the worst person in this room (laughs) 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 like yeah um when you lie the world doesn't like it and he's like oh my god like how could i ever think this was cool (laughs) (laughs) That's so awesome and blake's like yeah the only person that like has worse karma is like maybe me and rose because rose has all the karma (laughs) um and yeah it's just another instance of blake not being able to help um and it's kind of it's interesting having your protagonist not in the action, but Blake's so often in the action, it was kind of nice characterizing all of these other people a little bit more. Um, and he is participating. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Peter and Ellie have this like really sweet uh, exchange where Ellie says, you're an asshole, Peter, don't you dare die. And Peter says, if you make it out of this, you can have my stuff. And it's just like, I don't know, I just loved it. Um, but then, you know, so Ellie decides to try to go for it. And he, Blake has this whole thing about how Eva's an alpha, but and Ellie's an omega, but she's fine with that because whatever. And then she jabs Andy with the hypertrophic <laughs> syringe. Yeah. And it was awesome. <laughs> that was fucking great. As awesome as like poisoning an un, like a basically unconscious person could be. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but now it's like the switch has been flipped and Eva is on side again because otherwise her brother's going to die. And I'm like, I'm almost thinking that she didn't inject him with poison like at all is kind of what I'm thinking. Um, mm-hmm. Cause that'd be funny. And also, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Like she just like on the one hand, I can see grandma Rose just happening to have poison and just happening to have an antidote, but also I don't know. Anyway, now have a big enough syringe. You don't need anything. Wow. Just inject air. <laughs> but I'm then
1: positive. you can't undo
0: it, right? Nope. That's true. Yeah, so... Well, no, I mean, you can't undo it, but, like, technically, if, I mean, if your patient gets an air embolus, you can position them in a certain way uh, and give them o- a lot of oxygen to make it so that, like, it won't travel and kill them. And eventually, they will absorb that air. Um, hmm. But... uh Most likely, if that happened just like out on the town, (laughs) that probably would not happen. Um, well, yeah, I believe it's like, um, basically like tilted backward. Um, and then on, I believe, your left side, huh? If I remember correctly, keep the air away from your heart or something, yeah, basically, like, um, keeps it from traveling all the way through your heart, huh? Okay, keeps it trapped like um but anyway yeah i keep talking about this stuff too much but yeah so it supposedly (laughs) keeps it so that it won't like travel out and like actually cause like legit stroke or like you know pulmonary yeah that's important yeah (laughs) it's kind of important god that is so scary (laughs) i don't know why i laughed you're right (laughs) (laughs) it's so scary Uh, that's why they have so many specialties and yeah yeah it's it's pretty interesting though, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that 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 doesn't like happen too much. I don't think in terms of fat, but it can happen with certain certain things. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh... it usually takes a pretty good amount of air, um too. So, like, if you have a little, if you have air bubbles <laughs> in your IV or something, it, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah, cool. It's not gonna kill you, um, unless I was going to like your artery. But great. <laughs> but they're not gonna start an IV in your artery anyway okay let's <laughs> stop talking about that <clears throat> sorry you. I'm like making I'm like freaking Malia out just <laughs> just like, like, what like, the fuck are you talking what about what sort of medical professionals are just gonna like randomly try to kill me like the syringe I I think most will not uh no, like <laughs> in terms of like <laughs> okay what would cause that as if um like you were getting, uh. If you're getting like rapid fluids, like from your IV, and there was a good amount of like they they and they didn't uh, get the air out of the bag, basically they've had it like on a pressure bag, which like squeezes the bag basically and gets the fluid into you really quick. Um, hmm. And if that air was also squeezed into you, um, hmm. so that's usually like an emergency type of thing where you or something where you need to get fluids really quick. Um, there's also certain procedures that they can be doing that involve like your veins or arteries or different things for if they're injecting uh, like injecting uh, contrast or different things in or if they're trying to place like a special kind of line like a central line mm-hmm. um, those can have a risk for getting an air embolus as well um, ah! and that, that basically just means like you know um, you have air that is blocking the blood flow does that makes sense? So instead of like a blood clot, if like, you have blood, if you have air void. that goes into your vein, you know, or your um, artery or whatever, um, uh-huh. you have blood and then you have a space a just full of air. So you're not God. getting any blood at that point. So you're not getting ah. blood to where you need it to go. Anyway, e- so your body will absorb that eventually, as long as like, it's not too much air. Air, or if you get into the correct type of position quick enough, so that it's not an issue. Um, yeah, cool. I don't know why I go on <laughs> tangents about this stuff, but no, it's it's interesting. It's really scary, but it's cool. But that, I mean, it's not. It again, like if you're just getting a normal IV, normal fluids and stuff like that, like um, it's very low risk. And if you have bubbles or even a little bit of air in your line, it's not going to do anything it has to be like a lot of air right i tend to get really like anxious and freaked out about like things because i think that i'm like a protagonist or something like i get freaked Mm -hmm. out on airplanes because i always think like yeah airplanes are really safe and they're safer than cars and they're safer than trains but like i'm gonna die Mm -hmm. because it has to happen to someone therefore it's gonna happen to me right but like like with medical procedures like you know oh some people you know sometimes you go into surgery and you just you don't wake up like you don't It goes bad and you don't, whatever. But I think, you know, the risk of that happening and whatever is like worth it, especially in like emergency situations where it's Mm -hmm. like, I need an IV now. Like it's not, yeah, it is something important for doctors to know so that it doesn't, so that they avoid it. And they, they should be going over, um, like consents before doing any kind of procedures like that. So if it's at least a, big enough risk and that might not even mean it's like a high likelihood or even medium likelihood of it happening but if that's like one of the risks of the procedure that can happen um like they should go over that with you and um if it's a risky procedure they should straight up be like you could die during this (laughs) just to like and sometimes it still is worth it to try um depending on what's going on like Mm -hmm. if you're going to die anyway without it Mm -hmm. um for instance or I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, medicine has gone so far and we have a lot of checks and balances that we do like for procedures and for a lot of, you know, different things. Um, And like, even just like starting an IV in a vein versus an artery, that hardly ever happens because it's usually really obvious. Um, Like Hmm. the color of the blood is different. Um, Hmm. The like... A lot of times it's pulsatile or, like, if you, um, like, you can tell, like, even when you just poke, like, if it's, like, spurting out, it's you're like, I better check that. <laughs> Sometimes it can just be someone with a really high blood pressure or something. Mm. But, like, um, yeah, it's and usually the arteries are a bit deeper. And but, yeah, like, it's one of the it's like the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, you know, I'm probably just freaking Malia and everybody else out <laughs> more by just talking about this so i'm sorry maybe you should just cut everything out just like be like just cut it out just cut it out and ended it like i don't know see don't we're remember. recording this on a monday night and i'm tired and so the chances of that <laughs> yeah. happening are pretty slim yeah this can all stay just disregard everything guys just don't even worry it's gonna be fine doctors are here to help you doctors are here to help and you nurses know what they're doing this they yes nurses know what they're doing um, I mean, it's good to I mean, obviously like don't just accept everything, ask questions and make sure like you're an advocate for yourself and you know what's going on. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like most people are competent in their job, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, I'm gonna stop. Yeah. Going. I'm blabbering. <laughs> Cut me off, Malia. Okay, just stop this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ellie <laughs> defeats Eva and Eva defeats the Bane, and now we're good for now. <laughs> oh, there's also a bunch of homunculi, like, hiding somewhere, and that's not addressed, but it's fine. That's true. I'm sorry, you told me it's interesting, so it makes me want to just blabber on. Well, no, but then you were like, okay, I'm done, and then you were like, I'm blabbering, and it's like, don't <laughs> say you're blabbering, just stop. <laughs> it was interesting that's not my style malia okay i can't just stop i have to like (laughs) you should know that (laughs) (laughs) that's fair (laughs) you're like okay yeah i I should um all right well i guess i'll go to the next section (laughs) um (laughs) it's hilarious yeah so, Blake suggests starting a fire in the house to cause a distraction, which they all aren't super keen on. Yeah, this was really good. I mean, I uh, the amount of times in these couple chapters that they've been like, what if we set the house on fire? And I like wasn't like, oh, they're going to set the house on fire. And then this happened. I was like, damn it! Like, I mean, I did say that the house might burn down or something. But it was just pretty funny that like he's like, you know that thing we've all been thinking of? What if we do it? <laughs> Let's do it. I think we've all been worried about this whole time. Let's do it on purpose. Um, So that's fun. Um, Another fun tidbit is that Peter's just, like, holding the scythe that the Bane dropped. I'm like, that might be great and might be so bad. (laughs) Um, So that's fun. Um, But yeah, so, like, Blake's like, oh, we might have to go get Barbie and ask him to fuck everyone up. Or we could burn the house down. <laughs> um, and Green Eyes is like, that sounds like a bad idea. And I feel like, like, if Green Eyes is willing to say that you're wrong, you should really think about it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's uh, true. She loves you, and she and she's like, mm-hmm. she's like, ah. I don't know yeah. about that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah he's like well we won't burn the whole thing down just enough of it just and enough of it to- just enough of it it'll be great like at least part at least part of it and ty's like, so like-, <laughs> <Tai's laughs> like so not like ty's like so not like a table <laughs> he's like yeah no at least part of that at least part of the house like <laughs> um oh god and then peter's like oh great if we burn the house down we're they're bound to sell it and we're bound to get some money <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> And they're all like, No. Yeah. This is when they learn that the lawyers are in on it. Um, or whatever. And um we also learn that it's almost seven o'clock, which means they've almost made it two hours, and I'm really proud of them. <laughs> like most of them. <sighs> sad. I'm sorry. Okay. Don't no. be sad. Just think of your poem. <sighs> yeah, he did he he did it. He did it um but yeah so then the the cabal is like not okay with this plan they're worried blake's like crazy or something and evan's like blake's not crazy how dare you say that blake and i are the same level of sanity and i want to set myself on fire so obviously this is fine to be fair that's much more of a like you know eight-year-old or 11 year old or however old he is boy thing and not Mm -hmm. a um abyssal thing or whatever but yeah um it fire spirit was feeling more and more likely which is fascinating (laughs) and again not where i thought this story was going and i'm just i'm really hoping it's not like sad where that's how evan dies and i'm hoping it's like fun but i feel like it'll be sad i'm not i'm in a mood today y'all um, probably because i just told you a bunch of really depressing or not even depressing but just a bunch of medical <sighs> shit that just made you really anxious maybe so i mean Call- Callan's dead and i was so i was thinking about how i'm like convinced someone's gonna be forsworn in this story and i still think it's gonna happen but like i realized that maybe it's like fell's family that's like the forsworn family even though they're kind of technically not hmm. um and then elliot was like hey melie have you read othello and i was like what and he was like no reason by and i was like what <laughs> So that's out there. Um Yeah. So Green eyes thinks that once Evan explains like why being a fire sparrow would be so cool, Green eyes is like, "Yeah, that's pretty fucking dope." And she immediately after staring at Evan turns to Blake and is like, "So can we get food?" And Peter's like, "How are you still hungry?" <laughs> like, <laughs> um and I really don't want her to eat Evan. Um yeah. Um but then everyone's freaking out and Blake decides to do circle time, um, and dictate who gets to talk and when, and yeah, he does kind of immediately fuck up because Eva's right. She should have gone first. And Evan is right. He should have gone before everyone else, except for Blake. So that was bullshit. Um, Mm -hmm. but Eva didn't have anything to say. And this worked with the flow of the conversation or whatever. Um, but Blake, yeah, Blake is like, so yeah, the Thorburns, y'all are human shields and we're trapped and they're going to get in and they're going to kill us. And if we try to fight them, they're going to kill us. So let's set the house on fire and maybe they'll all turn against each other. <laughs> and also maybe Rose and Corvinay will save us. <laughs> and I really hate that Blake is like, Corvinay's out there, like, <laughs> he'll save us. It's so bad.
1: <laughs>
0: it's so bad um but then Alexis gets to talk and she has some concerns that she can't talk about and so I guess yeah I'm officially thinking that they swore to not tell Blake Um, I mean it might also be that like they think that if they tell Blake that it will like trigger s- something but I think that they promise not to um and that's another opportunity to forswear someone which is fun. Mm, yeah. Um but if Rose came back and like forced warm for Cabal, they'd be like, really shit. So yeah. Um, but yeah, she says you're not entirely you, and apparently the word entirely is a clue. And then something happens that I don't understand. Blake is like, hey, wait, Alexis. I I realize that I can kind of read more into this than you're <laughs> intending because part of my spirit is inside of you right now. And so I'm getting a bunch of like signals that are telling me more than I think you want me to know. So maybe you should stop talking about this. And then she's really upset by what he just said. And I'm like, he didn't, I mean, maybe she's like, Oh, did he do this on purpose? But if he did this on purpose, he wouldn't be telling you. And he's trying to prevent you. Like he obviously really wants to know you obviously don't want to tell him. And he's trying to prevent you from telling him. And it's like, She's really, really upset by the thing Blake said. I'm like, no, he was being really great. I was thinking maybe part of it is that like, just she's thinking like, oh, so ever since, you know, you gave me your spirit, you've been able to kind of like tell what I'm feeling and stuff. And I just found out about it, I guess. just feels Yeah. T- to be fair, that entire time they were like fighting people in a stairwell. Yeah. So, and then he just, re- you know, it's like he just realized it um i mean that's but, my best yeah. you know i i feel like yeah that. i just i mean people have emotional responses to things but i wasn't sure if like i wasn't getting it or if she was just kind of being unreasonable or what and then it was like i saw her turn her hand over as if she was studying it for changes i guess maybe that was like a is Blake spirit taking me over or something um mm. she doesn't want to be his tree wife which is very free <laughs> <tree> wife <laughs> Uh, uh, that's that's fair. Yeah, I feel like there's a train of thought I could go down, but <laughs> uh, kind of involved with what we were talking about earlier. But let's oh not go no. there. Yeah. All right, we're gonna just move on. Sorry, about um, anything. I'm just I'm talking too much. no nah, not like podcast. It's a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So then Tiff is like, "Hi, I suck." <laughs> i suck i studied something useful and that's because i suck and it's like bitch please like obviously someone needs to study like protection like what like what um and she also did some of the divination stuff which is kind of fun and she's like so maybe i can try to figure out if it'd be really bad idea if we set this fire um and basically she lays out like i'm worried that this plan is abyssal influence that you are being you know led into bad and dark places ever since the abyss and so i'm worried that this is the wrong decision because setting your house that you're in and you have to hide in on fire is a bad idea (laughs) and you know you have been changed by your experiences and by the spirits living inside you and whatever which is fair Um, But she's like, but maybe if everyone else can kind of work through it and decide this is a good idea, then we can do it. And Ty's like, okay, but like logistically, how do we even do this, right? Like, how do we start it? How do we put it out? What's going on? Like, maybe we shouldn't just settle on this. Maybe we should look for other alternatives. There's this whole library we can all start reading. And Evan's like, just set me on fire. (laughs) 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 Um, and to and Blake's like, you mean find something and figure something out that you haven't figured out these past few weeks? And Tiff's like, yeah, we did actually summon a whole bunch of boogeymen that we can't get back now because uh, the abyss has too strong of a hold on them. So <laughs> we are sort of out of options. And then they also were like, yeah, we don't really have a long enough time to figure something else out. But also, what? And then Evan goes, and Evan's like, uh, I should have gone first, and he's right, and. Blake's like, well, Alexis knew that like my family sucked and Yeah. And no. <laughs> no. Nah, man. But it's fine. It worked well with the the conversation in the story. Um, but it did make me feel like Blake is overlooking Evan and I don't love that. Um, but yeah, so Evan's like, okay, you know how humans go through hallways to get from one point to another point? What if we went on the roof? <laughs> And Peter's like, what if we, like, fall off the roof? And Blake's like, well, there's snow. (laughs) 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 And, um... It'll be nice and refreshing after the fire. Yes. It, it, it's an idea. Mm -hmm. Um, it's honestly not the worst idea. And Blake's like, hey, green eyes, do you have a, you have thoughts? And she's just like, what? No. I could what? Um, and her thing is just like, if I get killed bring me back like don't leave me in the abyss um and i am so upset that they're like let's go to the abyss i'm wondering yeah i can't imagine all the thorburns going with i am kind of picturing yeah just some of them going i don't know i don't know anyway well before the abyss um (laughs) blake brings up the actual worst option which is demons yeah, Peter uses his turn to be like, hey, that thing that you said, what the fuck were you talking about? <laughs> and Blake just like, yeah, demons. Yeah, there are demons. There's one in the house. Yeah, it's a demon. And I i think it's funny that Blake thinks that Peter would be like, Ooh, demons, how wonderful. And <sighs> Peter's like, No, I think that's bad. <laughs> and I was like, Yay, like <laughs> Okay, well i like, how oh, that's good. <laughs> it was great. <sighs> um and he says the whole thing about like, you know, I am In this situation and the way that I am currently, because of a demon, and also the demon didn't actually get me, and it's like, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. Yeah. Um. So then, for Catherine's turn, she's just like, "This is all your fault, and I hate you." And Blake's like, "Actually, it's Rose's fault, and you should hate her." (laughs) (laughs) Which classic, like, oh god, (laughs) gotta get that in there. Uh. But then this makes them think about Rose and how Blake might try to visit Rose. Um, maybe she has a mirror near her or whatever, but maybe she's drugged. We don't know. And Ellie's just like, I hate this. And Tiffany, who's uh Tiffany's so great, and she's like, Oh, um, you know, Roxanne, do you have any questions? And Blake's like, like she's a normal kid. I'm like, Well, yeah. Um <laughs> To be fair, she hasn't seen uh Roxanne yet. Um, and she's just like, Yeah, so if I'm like you, I can't lie. And they're like yeah, practitioners can't lie. And she's like, That's all I need to know. And we're all just like mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> And yeah, this is probably why she decides to be a witch hunter and not a practitioner. <laughs> because not we're not But but like it makes me really happy to think. It does kinda it does kinda yeah. fit. Um, oh my god, and then Christoph. <laughs> Christophe has to be awakened on the spot so that he can maybe bring his brother back. And I'm like, this is the worst idea anyone except for maybe Blake has had in this story. And it's so sad. (laughs) Like, you're so sweet, you poor thing. Uh, It's awful. Um, it's so awful. Um, and Peter's like, huh, so if like we're trapped in this box. But, like, dead people can, like, get from one place to another. It seems like it's better to be dead than it is to be us. <laughs> and I'm like, your logic is strange, but sure. <laughs> and Alexis is just, like, obviously doesn't like Peter. And I don't know why, but that makes me like him more. I feel, like, frustrated with Alexis. I'm not sure why. But just, like, yeah, her not liking Peter, it makes me just, like, giggle. hmm Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, I don't know if I agree with you on that, but I think mean, that's about funny. About it. Well, uh, third time's the charm, and Blake comes up with the idea to visit the abyss. <laughs> uh, Blake's like, we could go somewhere else um, because, you know, summoning things, but the opposite. And Ty's like, oh, where do you want to go? And Blake's like, literally anywhere would work, but what if we go to hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Two of us have been there before, so like we know the shortcuts. So it's and it's cool. just like... <laughs> We kind of, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, so I guess the spirit world would be risky because there's a solid chance that maybe other people around have strong connections to the spirit world. But, like, that is a much like pop in there, see what's up, you know, like, because I'm like, they haven't really heard about a lot of other realms at this point. And even mm-hmm. me, I'm like, well, there's the ruins, there's the spirit world, and there's paths and those are the only three or pla- er, and the abyss are the only four places I can really think of getting to from here. Um, yeah. And they them running a path would be really bad because none of them know what's happening. But I In think that karma. yeah the spirit world or the ruins would both be better than the abyss. <laughs> the ruins might be like really really fucking bad but still like uh, let us go to hell. It's like okay. well. <laughs> yeah and, it's not a yeah. great uh, it's not great i mean it's really really hype and this it's really fun for this story but it's also just like no and like green eyes really doesn't want to and i'm just like i'm upset for her and blake's like yeah so you know instead of whatever we'll like pop out we'll go to the ruins we'll pop out we'll start a fire and like come back here because we have to come back here because it's the only safe ish place to hide <laughs> and then maybe corvide will save us <laughs> god it's so awful and they're like so is what's in the abyss better than what's outside of this door and blake's like "Mm, no (laughs) it's 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 worse um and he's like but we have hope and it's like uh okay um but then yeah so it seems like we're going i don't know how many of us are going Somebody's going, and you know, Green Eyes says, You don't come out in one piece. Um, presumably, these people don't have the protections that some abyssal practitioner might have. Um, and it's gonna be great. Um, but so, apparent, yeah, apparently, not in one piece, you don't come out in one piece is also a clue. And I'm just, like, does Blake just not know that, like, he and, like, that Barb, like, so they don't know that Barbatorum was used to sever them, I guess. And I'm just, like, it feels like there's got to be something more, because, like, they know that, like, Grandma Rose did this, and they kind of know about the reflection thing, because, like, yeah. And so I'm just, like, not quite sure. It feels like there's something else that's, like, not, it's not just, oh, yeah, you were the same person, or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um. Well, anything yep. else about this? Uh, yeah, not at the moment. I hopefully will remember a specific prediction. All right, <laughs> awesome. Um, time for our pale and comparison section. Um, which I was thinking we could either talk about, like how you're kind of mentioning, uh, visiting different realms, or we could talk about potential sad or unexpected death, hmm. or have we? Well, yeah, we've sort of had that recently because I was thinking next time, presumably we're going to the abyss, and that'd be fun to talk about specifically the ruins and the abyss and them being in him. Um So, I guess Raph and Edith, I think, have been the most unexpected deaths, and like we still don't know mm-hmm. what Edith's death means because it doesn't. You know, it, it, the whole girl by candlelight isn't dead. Probably, yeah. we we aren't sure. Um, like like Edith. if they cut her apart or whatever Mm -hmm. um because john's was you know devastating Mm -hmm. but was not a surprise right like the whole like i didn't want to believe it and i you know i thought maybe whatever but it wasn't Mm. like and then he just died like you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) um i guess Milo Sanjate's was a little surprising there have not been too too many deaths in pale which is nice Mm -hmm. yeah i'd say Edith's definitely surprised me a lot. Because I thought mm-hmm. she was going to escape. But nope. Right. And that, yeah. That was like end of the chapter, end of the arc. Like big dramatic. And this was just like, oh, his throat was slit. <laughs> he's yeah, he's probably dead, Like, yep, 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 he died. Both not very likable characters. Although the part of Edith that died, actually Edith, definitely the most likable part. So that's a bummer. At least as far yeah, as we know. It, Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, she I mean she she tries to save Gillette you know she was like I know. Gillette's like go 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 and she's like no like I couldn't be a mother but I can do this and it's just like oh my god yeah, you're so nice now uh, <gasps> yeah yeah Um it's a heartbreaking. It's, yeah it, it's interesting reading through or like uh, to be honest just skimming through like arc 5 and stuff for our mom critiques wild bow um because they're just the Kenneteers are so suspicious of Matthew and Edith, and it's like, yeah, you're you're half right, um, but and for a while it was like, well, wow, Edith just fucking sucks and I hate her. But I feel like maybe this will make me a little bit like, you know, there is there is something in Edith that liked the Kenneteers and liked teaching them, and you know, like was yeah, um, Edith is complicated, mm-hmm. and yeah, and Callan Callan is complicated. He mostly sucked. But He mostly sucked, but... There were a couple things in there. Had a little... A couple redeeming qualities. Yeah. And he sacrificed end. himself for... His brother. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Yeah. And that's that's like Edith. That's yeah. Sad. That's sad. Both sacrificing themselves. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, we'll leave that kind of depressing topic to get to <laughs> an exciting topic. Aliyah's okay. well, bold and specific prediction. Well, um... <laughs> so yeah i was thinking about this earlier and i was like oh i'm gonna say that like tiff is not gonna make it out of the abyss and like i don't really have a good reason for that it's just sort of like wild and specific um and i kind of yeah i think it's pretty bold um but one that i maybe believe a little bit more is like i don't think i think most of the thorburns are not going to the abyss like i think that like roxy and Kristoff and You know, like, Andy's not going to the abyss, right? Like, Andy's unconscious, Mm. (laughs) I think. Um, So I don't think they're all gonna go. Um, I wonder if they can get Eva to do it. Um, Yeah, so I'm guessing, like, Blake... Well, maybe one of the practitioners will stay behind to try to, like, shore up stuff. And then maybe that would make the most sense if it was Tiff um, or Ty. Like, Lexus is fucking going. Blake's going. It seems like Green Eyes is going, but that sucks. And she can't even walk. Leave Green Eyes alone. Um, but it, it doesn't... Evan's probably going. It doesn't seem like there has to be a full-on exodus if the plan is to come back to the library. Um, yeah. Um, what kind of environment do you think it's going to look like? Just pretty much like where Blake left from? Or That's interesting. Um, we've seen... Yeah, because we saw like a big pit thing in edith's interlude and then this one's like the trains and green eye calls it the trains too um i don't know if it's like geographically tied that would be kind of interesting um if like just near toronto it looks like that and we're farther away um or you know because the paths apparently you as an individual kind of shape the path that you're on Mm -hmm. um so maybe i mean maybe it'll be more like flamey more fiery um, because okay. we're going to set something on fire and part of me is like, maybe the, the they're really worried about like wanting to set things on fire because like demons, uh, that's like stereotypical mm. and maybe he's a demon. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I said they were worried about it partially because you know, he's shaped by the abyss and could be affecting how, you know, the things he's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which the is fair. fair. Yeah um oh i also think ellie's gonna die (laughs) all right just in general (laughs) yeah um as i'm like do i think Catherine's gonna die i kind of think Catherine might die too yeah Mm, okay do you think it's gonna be in the abyss or just like just sometime Mm, no yeah just sometime um okay yeah all right because i uh, because christoph dying uh, uh, and i don't think roxanne's gonna die and well because you think she's a witch hunter so right and that being a fan theory makes it seem like she doesn't die but Mm -hmm. it also just doesn't quite feel right yeah um and i oh god i don't want peter to die i don't know but i kind of feel like yeah somebody from all of the immediate families Mm -hmm. will die who's gonna have the worst death (laughs) sorry it's a terrible question to ask Callan's is pretty bad yeah so hopefully (laughs) i don't know let's just say besides Callan, you know how like there's a there's so this is so like there's bad things in the world right and people like to compare like how bad like their shit is to other people's shit or whatever and there's just sort of a line where beyond that it doesn't matter and Mm -hmm. i think that they're all beyond that line (laughs) um like none of them are gonna like die instantly of an aneurysm with no pain or whatever like it's just like they're all up there it's not gonna be good no okay all right well on that note (laughs) Trying to get our previous discussion question, which is, uh, which of the combatants in these chapters would you least want to fight and why? Um, Which actually is a pretty decent segue. Um, We start with Sengachi, who says, Blake, he's a fucking nightmare. An intelligent, nigh, unkillable monster that leaps out at you from odd angles and cuts you with a tainted sword that prevents even magical healing. Oh, and he even has a track record of escaping bindings. So even if I was a practitioner in this scenario... I don't think it would help me against Blake. Yeah, I think you're right. Blake, yeah. Blake is fucking scary. (laughs) Yeah, Blake's scary. Um, Kippos says, Green Eyes. Because regardless of whoever would actually win, let's be honest, Eva, like 100%. Green Eyes would and could kill you slowest. (laughs) Toxins running through your bloodstream, flesh peeled off by the rasp of her scales, you'd be proper fucked. And then as an alternate answer, she says... Or the faceless woman, because who knows what shit she could pull? Uh, Yeah. I mean, also good answers. (laughs) Fleet Feathers says that the faceless woman definitely seems freakiest to me in terms of a fate worse than death, but I don't know. I think I'm going to vote Eva for this one. The fact Mm -hmm. that she's able to bounce back so quickly from her hand being rewired is just so wild. I'm right there with you. Eva's possibly the most competent combatant. Yeah. I mean, they're all fucking terrible. They're all really like, yeah yeah um speaking of that was Maisie one's point uh he they say i'm pretty sure i'd lose a 1v1 fight against even a single homunculus so answering this discussion question is a little moot because i'm probably going to lose pretty much anyone featured in this chapter even Callan. Mm-hmm. and like hard same maybe i could take Kristoff, but like i don't know he is a thorburn i guess my question <laughs> is are, are y'all talking about Callan like before he got his throat like or or afterwards, e- either, either. Okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, that's that's like being kind of harsh on He's yourself. Still, he charged a clock man and then managed to like restrain it. I don't know. At that point, he had nothing to lose. You know. I guess that's true. All right. Um. That said, Maisie One says that they think the person they would want to lose to the least is probably the faceless woman because in her case I worry what awaits me is not death but something worse not really looking forward to getting first-hand experience with what all this sewing crap she does is like and then he says green eyes could eat me instead any day and like that's what Blake said except he didn't (laughs) except he didn't (laughs) (sighs) Uh, now it's time for a new discussion question which I had sort of thought of something and then I forgot. Um oh, fuck! I remember if it was like body parts or. Because I feel to like the dick lips, dick lips. A lot of the things that I thought of were like had to do with oh, you know, where should they go instead of the abyss? And I feel like I just feel like a lot of the questions I was coming up with were like hard for people who've actually read pack to answer without spoiling. Um, hmm. Um, 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 how, this is random. I'm tired and to I have been, so Ben's been showing me, um, hoof trimming videos or he showed me some and I've been watching what? them all the time. Yeah. So like cows have problems with their feet and they stand on like big toenails and uh-huh. sometimes those toenails get a crack and then the crack makes it to the surface and then bacteria get in that crack and then like infect their foot. And then they are hurt little cows. And then you can watch these videos of like um, dudes cutting their toes. Uh, Not their toes. They're like toenails or hooves. Yeah. Their hooves. And it's like, it's really satisfying. It's kind of chill. Sometimes there is like some blood or whatever when there's infected and stuff. So if you don't like that, don't do it. But like, I watched Nate, the hoof guy and he's just like really chill and really Zen. And I'm really into it. So I Hmm. think Jenny is also pretty tired and what if y'all recommend to us like your favorite like super chill comfort videos because like Callan's dead and I could use we could use a little bit of like just like mental relief I think that's a great idea it's a great discussion question uh we want a chill comfort video it's a great fucking idea yeah like, um, what do I watch? I've been watching watching that uh, I forgot what his name is that French chocolatier that always makes the crazy shit. Oh, he's fun. Yeah, he's fun. Like, I just want to eat the chocolate. Yeah, I still watch that. Like, and he made the pencil and wrote with it and ate it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That was so cool. Or if anybody has some good recs for like, yeah, just really satisfying videos where things like fall together really neatly or I don't know. There's a um, there's a um YouTube channel that I watch um sometimes called Quarter Crew, and hmm. it's like this group of like um like CGI special effects uh artists like they have this company and they post a bunch of videos and they've had like <laughs> they'll do like internal competitions uh, for making certain kind of videos sometimes um or like be like oh like who can make the most realistic like. I don't know, creepy, blah 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 blah. I don't know, um, and they'll all show it, um, and it'll be like one of their videos. Um, they've made like they've had ones where um, like who can make the most satisfying video, and then they've Ooh. also had who can make the most unsatisfying. <laughs> 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 um, which those are kind of great. That's fun. They're they're fun, and yeah, the unsatisfying one was pretty funny. I thought. <laughs> so, I I did think of one other channel to recommend um this one isn't uh potentially gross for anyone um it's called Clickspring. it's a hmm. amateur he says although it doesn't seem amateur to me um clock maker so you get to see and learn uh, like he has this whole series on um making a clock and um he's doing he's apparently getting his like phd or something based on like this ancient greek machine called the antikythera machine which was like a calendar um that would show like the phases of the moon and what things were and i don't fully get it but um so that one's a little bit more like brain stimulating and uh no blood so yay that's a fun one that sounds great um well the the satisfying Videos for quarter crew don't have blood they definitely do have some videos with blood because well special effects CGI all that mm. um, so um, but yeah cool have to check some of those out um, yeah. thanks for listening everybody if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe share it with your friends and leave a rating and review to support our podcast go to patreon.com/ doof media and if you'd like to support Wildbo as he continues to write fantastic stories, Go to patreon.com slash wildbow. You can follow the pod on Twitter at palecomparison or send us an email at paleincomparisonpod at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our Reddit thread in r slash parahumans where you can answer our discussion question and share your thoughts on this episode. In addition, if you would like to see all of my predictions laid out, check out our episode description for a link to a prediction tracker next episode we will be covering chapters 12.5 and 12.6 and dress up like wild Bo or, or a character do it do it i want to see like Antares with a pig nose just whatever you're doing <laughs> get a little cute pig nose uh <laughs> yeah scion with a pig nose <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good submissions are so due good. november 4th all right uh this week's fun fact, about seven hundred grapes go into a bottle of wine, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. You know what? That doesn't seem exciting enough. <laughs> I'm gonna add another fun fact to off the cuff here. Okay. Um kind of inspired by Elliot, because he kind of mentioned this to you, so I just figured <laughs> why not? Um in act three, scene three of Othello, Iago, envious of Othello, warns him of the green-eyed monster, meaning the jealousy that threatens to eat at him and drive him mad if he allows it to do so i really want green eyes to not be bad (laughs) i mean i'm not saying that she's bad i'm just saying that this is that act and scene of Uh hello that's all she's she's a nice lady she is a nice lady this is just a random fact okay is this a spoiler like what do i do this information? <laughs> i mean now this is just a fun fact <sighs> okay but real talk though that's a shit ton of grapes like you think about yes. one bottle of wine it's like you know that's like five glasses and like people like just order that at a restaurant and drink it and that's seven seven hundred that is a fuckload of grapes because grapes are like kind of big i mean have you ever juiced like a single grape though no like how i feel like you don't get as much juice as you think sure so maybe that's you know (laughs) yeah that's definitely part of it definitely part of it for sure Yeah, yes like it's a difficult fruit to i mean it's not a difficult fruit to make wine out of what am i saying (laughs) but like (laughs) it's an idiotic thing to say but (laughs) (laughs) i mean I think, it's you not would be right. I think i think wine is hard wine is hard and all fruits are difficult fruits to make wine out of maybe that's why they call it like whining because like mm. when they're trying to make wine you're just like oh, this is so annoying i have to use like 700 grapes per <laughs> bottle and uh well, 699 is too little and 701 is too much too much <laughs> sometimes uh. i have four extra grapes left and then it just my life is just uh it, I, it's just terrible yeah uh, well it's another fun. questionable fact that y'all can uh you know the origin of the term whining right uh-huh yeah <laughs> i mean that's really obvious that i made that up though right so sure anyway. and i'm sure no different. one's ever made that joke before or something similar to that yeah it doesn't mean it's not funny i appreciate that thank you yes all right. I'm sleepy. Um, let's call it a night. Uh do very minimal editing because I mean, yeah. Like Thank let's you be for real. The permission. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't need to give you permission. But <laughs> hey, I edit sometimes <laughs> edit stuff sometimes. I mean, fair enough. I don't listen to these, so I'll take your word for you it. You never know. You I had to edit know. slightly over three hours of audio yesterday, so I'm tired. I don't blame you. I mean, honestly, like, for all I know, every episode could just be, like, an hour and a half of, like, the chicken dance just being on replay over and over, and I wouldn't know. You don't think someone would have mentioned? <laughs> I mean, I would have hoped so. <laughs> cool. That's a pretty solid point, you know? I mean, unless it's a big conspiracy, which uh, would be really just bizarre as well, to have that be a conspiracy. Yes, just it to would. With me. All right, I'm sleepy. I'm going to go. <laughs> Okay. Thank you, guys. Have a good night or day or whatever. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>